0: All right. Record on all sh- <coughs> all cylinders. It is not good to have a sinus cold and smoke a cigar at the same time. There's your public service announcement. Follow me on Getter and Twitter and Truth Social at the Real Underscore Big John. Also, remember to like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. A lot to get to, and I don't want to take forever, but first we have to have this moment in first, Biden. This week, President Biden gave a speech at Fern Hollow Bridge in Pittsburgh, and again showed America, and indeed the world, that he is a man who knows what he's doing. Mm. Over $1, $1 trillion, billion. a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. A billion, two hundred billion, a trillion, no one's quite sure what he meant. You know, I'm sure that was the only muddled part of the speech. The rest was crystal clear. Mm-hmm. And Bobby, I promised you, been on my back to get this done for since I got elected president. Don't forget the life So I just think, I'm not sure how we're going to do this, but so long as I, I couldn't say no. I, I don't know what he means, but he wasn't done there. Then the president made this incredible claim. My grandfather, Freddie can Campbell, would really be proud of me right now. No, I'm not joking, he would. By the way, he's an all-American football player, John, in Santa Clara. No, he wasn't an all-American football player. When Joe says, I'm not joking, he means I'm lying. There are many, many examples of those words being uttered by the president at the end of a verifiable lie. And it wouldn't be a Joe Biden speech without a confused walk-off. Okay. Well, ooh. since you can't see the confused walk off we'll just leave it at that but yeah that was uh sky news australia and they basically uh rip our president a new one that's what mark has come to so Also, uh, in that same trip, I do believe, it might have been that very same speech that same day, Biden did an appearance with John Fetterman. Fetterman is one of the few Democrats that has welcomed Trump to campaign with him, evidently. Or Trump, (laughs) Fudge. Biden. Kim Ryan has turned down Biden's help in Ohio. Other Democrats have turned down Biden's help wherever, because he says what he says there. There's a lot going on with John Fetterman. And look, we're not trying to make fun of the handicap here in any way, shape, or form. John Fetterman has had a stroke. He is not well. He is not capable of doing the job. When Biden got off the plane, there to meet him on the tarmac were John Fetterman and his hot wife. Hot wife. Uh, And she essentially protects John the way that Jill protects Joe someone observed, and I noticed it too, she was he was, Fetterman was just lurking behind her and she's shaking hands with people, she greeted Biden when he got off the plane I guess at this rally for Fetterman he didn't even get up and talk Uh, but anyways, let's move on from that I want to get into why the MAGA Republicans scare the hell out of the establishment Republican Party and the Democrats. This is not your daddy or your granddaddy's Republican Party. I've been in a lot of high-level meetings with Republican leaders the two of the best county chairmen in America. I've never heard any white supremacy uttered. I only hear, why don't black voters like us? Why don't women like us? We're not against them. That's the only time race and gender really get brought up. But here's the stigma. New York Times article, I posted this on my Getter and Twitter, I might have forgotten to post it on Truth Social, but right now, running as Republicans, you have 67 women and minorities. Here's what Chris Taylor, spokesman for the House Democratic campaign arm, said, Republicans are mistaken if they think finally engaging with communities of color in the year 2022 with flawed candidates would distance their party from what he called unpopular extreme agenda. While Republicans attempt to dilute the number of white supremacists within their ranks, their politics of dividing Americans and promoting hate remains. Um, that statement, Mr. Chris Taylor, itself is divisive and extreme. You can go back just a few years, 10, 20 years, if you want to go all the way back to the 90s, Every Democrat was for border security, for building a wall. All the things they say make Republicans racist. Republicans were always for it too. I have yet to have heard Trump utter a word of white supremacy or, and uh, some Republicans. We did have David Duke and Pat Buchanan and, and some other crackers, but we're not going to go there. The vast majority aren't racist. We're the party of Lincoln. We're the party that freed the slaves, all right? And we're still the party of equality. But this year, there are 32 Latinos running as Republicans for uh, Congress and other offices, 22 blacks, 11 Asians, 2 Native Americans. This is phenomenal. Dude, I'm so sick of going to dinners and fundraisers and of being a white sausage fest. All right, bunch of old white guys, in other words. Trump stood up in front of the black voters at some rally or some event and said what do you have to lose? The Democrats have done nothing for you. You have nothing to lose by voting for me. He created, he along with Tim Scott and Cory Booker, created opportunity zones in low income minority communities, opportunity scholarships, for kids who were doing well in public schools that were not performing well. The student was doing exceptional work, but the school was not doing well, mostly in minority communities. He created scholarships with the opportunity zones so they could go to a better public school or a private school. He gave more money to historically black colleges and universities than any president before, and he made it good for 10 years so they wouldn't have to come back to the White House and beg every year. He did like Reagan did, and reached out to minority communities, minority groups, people that Republicans said, look, they're never going to vote for us because we're seen as the party of old white guys. He reached out and he pulled those those minorities, people of color, whatever we're supposed to say, politically correct, into the Republican Party. Republicans are performing better now with Latinos, blacks, women, Asians, any mi- minority group, than ever before. Actually, where Trump lost votes in his re-election was white males. So maybe we got the crackers out of the party and got good people in. I don't care what, what color, what race, what heritage you are. If you're a good person, I want you in public office. And that's what the MAGA Republican Party is. And that's why it scares the hell out of the liberal mainstream media, and the Democrats, and the liberals, and yes, the old, which McConnell, old white ass cracker from Kentucky, and I'm so sick of those people, in the establishment Republican Party, the libs, they're the true racists, the, the liberals are more racist than any Republican I've ever seen. But this brings me to kind of my canary in the coal mine election. It's Ohio District 13. And I finally learned how to pronounce this lady's maiden name. (laughs) It's uh, Madison Jesse Otto Gilbert. Gilbert. She's not a white person. She's married to a black man. You know how AOC was saying she's nervous about getting into a multicultural, multiracial relationship with her boyfriend of 13 years? When he proposed marriage, her, her worry was not well, geez, what, where are we going to have the wedding? What kind of dress should I wear? What kind of cake should we have? Who should we invite? No, her first thought was, "Wow, well, do I supposedly... She's probably lying for political reasons because she's insane and pitiful. But she said her first worry was... Do I want to be in a multicultural, multiracial relationship? That's racist to think that way. That's racist thinking. But Mad Madison Jesse Otto Gilbert, Jesse Otto, Gilbert uh, versus Amelia Sykes. Now Amelia Amelia, pardon me, is in. Uh, The Ohio House of Representatives, District 34. This 13th Congressional District, held by Tim Ryan, who's now going to get his ass kicked in the Senate race by J.D. Vance, uh, is open. And this seat's been trending, inching Republican minute by minute, year by year. And I think this... uh, Jesse Otto Gilbert is going to win this race. This is going to be the race that's going to be determined pretty early in the evening. The Summit County Board of Elections is pretty good at getting votes counted. The problem is the Trumbull and Mahoning County Boards of Elections are notoriously slow. I don't know why, they just are. So this might not be a race that really gets decided but it was it's leaning R plus 2 while uh the old district was even neither party had an advantage so there's a little advantage to the Republicans in the redistricting but The district uh, the old district included the Mahoning Valley uh, for the last decade, stretching from Trumbull and Mahoning west to Summit County. The new 13th redistricting quite is quite different. It includes half of Stark County and all of Summit. So it got a little bigger. And Stark County leans Republican, that's why it's R plus two now. Sykes has served in the Ohio House since 2015. This is Gilbert's first run for anything, and that's good. We need fresh blood, but she's an intelligent woman, small business owner, attorney, television commentator. She also worked on Trump's 2016 and 2020 campaigns. Uh, Gilbert said, I'm the only candidate in this race talking about common sense solutions on these issues when it comes to inflation, uh, it comes to energy, the energy crisis, when it comes to the prices from the gas pump to the grocery store. So, I think Jesse Otto Gilbert wins this and if she does win it's going to show that this is going to be a very good night for Republicans now (laughs) what is also (laughs) and darn it the the Democrats are campaigning so terribly and the country is going in such a terrible direction They're giving away the ending beforehand. But if if this were, if there were any doubt that there was going to be a red tidal wave, we're not even talking a red wave, we're talking tsunami this election night. But the, the Democrats are doing so bad, they're giving away the ending. The New York governor's race just shifted into the in favor of Lee Zeldin that is a race a Republican you would have to have a Republican juggernaut like when Rudy Giuliani won mayor of New York he was a huge star in politics for taking down the mafia and, and things like that when he won the mayor of New York Uh, Pataki was a a huge Republican star, uh, somebody that was thought to be a definite presidential candidate until uh, Bush came along and of course W. Bush and the family name blew him away. But nonetheless if In this district, that had been a a Democrat stalwart, a blue-collar Democrat area. This shows you what MAGA Republicans are. They are working class. They are minorities. They are whites. They're the all-encompassing tent party, big tent party, that people like John McCain were supposed to be, but he was a fraud, uh, that people like Mitch, Mitt Romney, he was supposed to be the moderate, big tent Republican, no, it took a Donald Trump to reach out to groups, I hate to say groups and put people in categories, but he, he reached out to people that Republicans had typically given up on and Democrats had taken for granted. And I think the country is switching now from where you had races and skin colors. There's no other way of putting it. But you had groups of people that voted this way all the time. I think the average American voter of all races and colors and genders and sexual orientations. all What what are we up to now, 69 or 96 genders? I don't know. There are only two in my book, but... We're at a point where there is no more, oh, blacks always vote Democrat. There's not going to be a point of, oh, Latinos are going to vote Democrat because the Democrats tell them what they want here. Everybody is looking at the the issues that affect them. Family, economy, security. That's what your voters are going to look at. We're not going to see people that want to be pandered to and told, oh, we're going to give you nice things because you're you're a minority and you've been oppressed. People have moved beyond that. Oh, because you live in this region and you're blue collar, you're oppressed by the owner of your company and we're gonna help you. No. People wanna hear, how am I gonna put food on my table? How are you gonna lower the price of gasoline? How are you gonna secure my neighborhood? How are you gonna get the drugs out of my neighborhood? What are you gonna teach my kid in school? It's not about races anymore. It's not about class anymore. It's not about socioeconomic. It's about core issues that affect everybody. Family, economy, drugs, crime. Things like that. And the party or the person that best speaks to the needs of the average voter is who is going to win. Alright? But I just want to assure everybody I'm thrilled that we have so many Non old white guys running as Republicans this year. And I hope this is a sign of things to come. Worried about my cigar falling apart too. I don't think it is. So I'm going to break for a minute and come back and talk about specific Ohio politics. There are two issues on the ballot, issue one and issue two, that uh, I I want people to understand, and I want you to take a look at. This is all on Ballotpedia.org. It's on my Getter and Twitter feeds also. Uh, I did not post it on my Truth Social, but it will be on Getter and Twitter at TheRealUnderscoreBigJohn. All right, be back momentarily. Hey, I told you I wouldn't be long. And I'm Bach. Got, got a little relaxation music, music playing in the background. Just kind of been on edge lately. I don't know why. Just going through some changes in life, I guess. So, in Ohio, we have a couple of ballot issues that I think are vital. I think you need to vote yes on both of them. Go on Ballotpedia.org and learn about it yourself. Don't read the op-eds, the editorials, the media, the news about this. Read the issue for yourself and see if you like it. Ballotpedia.org. It's spelled ballot, Ballotpedia.org. DIA.org. All right. Issue one determining bail amount based on public safety amendments. So this is an amendment to the Constitution of the State of Ohio. Uh, just read it kind of verbatim here and then I'll talk about it. Issue one, the determining bail amount based on public safety amendment will appear on the ballot in Ohio as a legislatively referended constitutional amendment on November 8, 2022. Issue 1 would eliminate requirements that bail amounts and conditions are established pursuant Article 4, Section 5B, that were which requires the supreme court to prescribe rules and practices of the state's courts currently the supreme court has the authority to set rules for trials according to the constitution instead the measure would require courts to factor such as or to use factors would require courts to use Factors such as public safety, including <clears throat> the seriousness of the offense and a person's criminal record, the likelihood the person will return to court and any other factor in the General Assembly may prescribe when setting bail amounts and conditions. So this is a preemptive strike by conservatives because a lot of George Soros-funded organizations are getting issues on ballots, they're influencing prosecutors, and, well, they're getting prosecutors and judges elected that are soft on crime, but, and they're also getting laws passed that Outright eliminate bail bonds so people get arrested they're back out on the street before the cop is done writing up the report and this is endorsed by all three conservative candidates for the Ohio Supreme Court I'm going to Google their names, because I can't even remember French and DeWine. Oops, 2022, not 2922. That's 900 years away. So, Beacon Urinal, Recon Urinal we used to call it, meet the Supreme Court candidates. Back to ballot issue one, though. We don't need people getting turned back out on the streets moments after they're arrested or getting a weak, light bail bond. A bond that's easy for them to post and then they're back out committing crimes. Okay? Whoa. So, for Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, we have running Jennifer Bruner, a vindictive, not nice person. <laughs> she got elected Secretary of State and then fired almost half of the Republicans at the Summit County Board of Elections for doing the same shit that the Democrats did at the Summit County Board of Elections. Her opponent... Is the Beacon Journal going to give her opponent any... Oh, there we go. Sharon Kennedy, Republican. This chick, this lady is bad A. She's cool. She was a cop. So, in my opinion, that gives her street cred. Uh, So, Sharon Kennedy has endorsed Issue 1 in Ohio, or spoken out in favor of. Uh, The next you have is Pat Fisher, who has spoken out in favor of Issue 1. And then you have Kevin DeWine, who has come out in favor of Issue 1 in Ohio. Again, this is to let the legislature decide And the courts decide how bail bonds and conditions for bail are set. Let me read this. Require courts to use factors such as public safety, including the seriousness of the offense and a person's criminal record, the likelihood a person will return to court you know, like dog the bounty hunter, people post a bail bond, which is ten percent of their bail, and then they skip out on their bond and go out on the, the run. Okay, and any other factors factor the general Assembly may prescribe when setting the amount of <clears throat> the amounts and conditions. So, again, a preemptive strike against the George Soros soft on crime agenda. Turn criminals back out on the streets because we know, you know, when you beat grandma over the head and steal her purse, you did it because you had to do it. You just needed that money more than grandma did. And really, the the police should stop, give you the money out of their wallets along with a hug and and a warm, fresh-baked chocolate chip cookie. That will end crime according to your liberal judges, prosecutors, and George Soros. And if you believe that, I'll sell you some oceanfront property in Arizona. And I might even throw a Brooklyn Bridge or two in for free. So, let's look at Ohio Issue 2. Two. Sorry, you probably don't know what the hell I meant, but okay. Anyways, Ohio Issue 2. Citizenship Voting Requirement Amendment. Issue 2, the Citizenship Voting Requirement Amendment. This is another one that I am in favor of but you read this and make up your own mind. Issue 2 would prohibit local governments from allowing persons who lack certain qualifications to vote in local elections. These qualifications are being 18 years or older, being a resident of the state, county, township, or ward, having been registered to vote for 30 days, having the qualification of an elector. Currently, Article 5, Section 1 of the Ohio Constitution reads, Every citizen of the United States is entitled to vote at all elections. This amendment would amend this section to only citizens of the United States is entitled to vote in all elections. And by the way, that wasn't broken English. There's like the three little periods in between states and is. So... As of 2022, no jurisdiction in Ohio allowed non-citizens to vote. In 2019, the village of Yellow Springs, Ohio, held a referendum on whether non-citizens could vote in local elections. The referendum passed 891 to 650. After the election, Secretary of State Frank LaRose said, that only U.S. citizens can vote in elections and allowing non-citizens to vote violates both the United States Constitution and Ohio Constitution. LaRose directed Green County Board of Elections not to accept any voter registration from non-citizens and to cancel the voter registration of any non-citizens in the village of Yellow Springs so or, who may have already registered to vote. So this is another preemptive strike because we can see coming down the pipe, from many far left-wing radical groups, they want non-citizens who have come into the country illegally to have the right to vote. Now, We all know that immigration is a good thing. Legal immigration. You come to the country legally, you fill out your paperwork, you get in line, you take your naturalization test and you become a citizen, you gain the right to vote. We all love you. It's not fair for people to skip the line and vote, not, probably not being taxpayers, not, not being citizens, and just vote on issues, vote on candidates that affect all of us. There's got to be a process, and it's a simple legal process. And I know you're going to say, oh, it's not that simple, but there's a process. Many good people have followed the process and become citizens, have gotten the right to vote, and that's the way America works. It's where every country on the planet pretty much works. So, ballot issue to another preemptive thing to keep the George Soros radicals from getting a foothold in Ohio and screwing up our elections and hurting our cities and towns. We do not want to end up like New York, like San Francisco, Los Angeles, where it's homeless people everywhere because of government mismanagement, because of Overregulation, you, you get it. Drug uh, drug paraphernalia and shit on the streets because of bad government policy. Crime rapid, rampant because of bad government policy. That's what these two ballot initiatives are trying to prevent here in Ohio. And I would vote in favor of both of them, but I want you to look it up. Ballotpedia.org Nonpartisan website Gives you the stripped down basics of the laws And lets you decide Okay God bless you all Pray for one another We'll see you next time around Love somebody today Be the reason somebody feels loved Till next time Nanu Nanu As Mork from Work would say